Thanks to ExpressVPN for supporting FilmSack. Did you know that your internet service provider like Comcast or Verizon knows every single website you visit? Well, use my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash FilmSack, and you can get an extra three months free. And if I hear another sound out of that thing, I'll go ram it so far up your ass, you'll be farting music for a year. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Farting music for a year. <laughs> hey, what's up? I don't know. Let's go find out. This is Film Sack. Sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, part of Sacktober. It's October 11th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson, uh, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 484. Joining me today, Brian, he likes it when you vacuum Dunaway. Oh, yes. I like it a little too much. Oh, hi. <laughs> And good morning, Southwestern Sheriff's Office staff. As you may have heard last night, Sheriff Peck was killed by a large black sedan. Yes, the same dark car that's been terrorizing our small desert town in recent days. As you may know, I will be stepping into the role of acting sheriff. My name is Wade Parent, and I am the son of Sheriff Parent. Any questions? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Sheriff Parent was my dad, which makes him my parent parent. Look, let's not get caught up in a whole thing here. We got a killer out there, and we may have a have to find a way to stop him quick. All right, what's that, Officer Token, Southwestern Native American type? <laughs> you have something to say? No. Odd. I would have thought for sure you would have had something to suggest. This is a car possessed by an evil spirit or something. Well, good for you. It's 1977, and it's a weird time for Native Americans, in America. Say what? <laughs> you do have one working theory, though. All right, spill the beans. All right, I'm all mustache and ears go. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Okay. So you think maybe this car could possibly be possessed by my dad's spirit? Hmm. Well, he did hate Sheriff Peckerhead. Hitchhikers and bikers not biking in the bike lane. Our movie is only an hour and a half long, so let's put a pin in that and just spring the wife beater from his cell, blow up the car with some dangerous explosives, honk, honk, boom, mushroom, Satan cloud. We all go home and kiss our kids. The end. <laughs> Or is it? Yes, the end. Well, I thought it was the end until a certain trailer was posted in our Discord channel today. (laughs) Right. Now I'm not so sure. Or is it? Or Or is is it? it? That's right. Also with us, Randy, be a shame if somebody, sorry, uh, sorry, with us, Randy, (laughs) it sure be a shame if something happened to your marching band, Jordan. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. And no, I'm not going to change a word of this that I wrote. Okay. Good morning to all the rest of you. Thank you all for coming in this morning. You know, here in Hurricane, sorry, Hurricane, uh, we call it Hurricane, even though we spell it Hurricane. (laughs) Here in Hurricane, we only have 105 residents, but over 100 of us are cops. (laughs) I look around at all of you and I see the entire town of Hurricane. 
hurricane wearing a uniform and a badge and we're so white wait wait don't we have one navajo cop around here so oh there you are <laughs> we should have given you a memorable name anyway thank you for your hard work and your tokenism you should congratulate me it's been two years since i had my last drink oh um <laughs> Oh, no, no, that's that's non-alcoholic booze that I keep in a flask bottle in this secret compartment here. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to... Okay. You know you know what? Uh, change the subject. You know what your father once said to me? Uh, I was going to make it up anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, with us also, and finally, Brian. Keep calling the car names. I'm sure it'll eventually work, yeah. Ibit. Oh, jeez, no kidding. All right. Uh, excellent, Mr. Bub. Uh, thank you for waiting. I've looked over your financing application here, and everything looks good. Uh, there were a few spots you left blank, and I just wanted to go over them with you before I take it up to my manager, <laughs> you know, for the first round, pretending he's hardballing me on the price point you asked for. <laughs> anyway, the uh, first up, your name. Uh, do you go by William? No? Just Bill? Bill Bub. Okay, let me write that. Oh, middle initial Z? Got it. Okay, let me put that right here. Bill Z bub. Okay, good. Um, who was your salesperson by the way? Oh, Mr. Peterson. Yeah. I don't know where he's been since he gave me uh, your paperwork. Uh, but anyway, looking over everything, looks like you opted for the window tint package. Burnt Sienna, 80%. Wow. Uh, that is dark. Okay. You're going to be able to see through that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you decided against the heated seats. Any reason why? Oh, when, when what freezes over? Okay, I get it. All right. Uh, and how about that backup camera? Oh, good. Looks like you did choose the backup camera package. Did you get a chance to try it out on your test drive? You did? Great. And whoa, what's that smeared all over the lens? Oh, that's Mr. Peterson. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I uh, I don't want that car. <laughs> you don't want that guy. You want no, that car. You no, totally want, want that car. car. Even the way that, that, that Brian so eloquently described it, I don't I don't want that car. Actually, maybe I do. Uh, the, the movie is The Car. 1977's The Car. Or no, I'm sorry. 77? Yeah, 77. Yeah, 77. Here's what c confuses me. Uh, the, sh the car itself is a Lincoln Continental Mark III Black Coupe from 1971. Right. That's, that's, that's been little, changed completely. Yeah, so. yeah. So it's a little chopped and everything. Yeah, it's been it's all messed up and also caked in a layer of dust like you've never seen. I mean, I just wanted that car to go through the flat through the car wash black so bad. Paint. Well, they they do. do you think like, it was the, painted, Matt, or do you think it was just the dust that made it look like so, it, was, okay. it was painted? All right. So there's a car, right? They there's, took a car and they yes. and they chopped down the roof to make <laughs> it really so far. shorter so far, right? <laughs> and and it's really pretty, right? It's it's glossy because they you know it's got twelve coats of paint on this on this steel, right? Yeah. But then they made these four others for all of the driving around and filming and the stunts and the bre breaking them up, and they made them out of fiberglass. Mm. And it's really, really, uh, it just looks different, right? When you yeah. paint, you paint it, it doesn't quite look the same. Right. And so the throwing dust all over it was helpful to make it look, uh, to make those fiberglass versions look like the the car you expect to see. Right. Uh, even then, when you see it like moving around, it doesn't look right because it's real stiff mm -hmm. when it's fiberglass. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like it's it's bizarre. It looks like a toy. That's why you can tell the right, difference right. between like a like an old uh not Camaro. Uh Corvettes. A lot of the old eighties Corvettes were all fiberglass. And mm -hmm. you could always tell the difference between that and like a competing sports car 
that was like a straight up steel car. There was just something right. about it. I don't know. It's hard to even explain because the way it moved. It, flexibility. Or it's, it's, yeah, I guess so. it, yeah, the, the, the fiberglass is real stiff. And yeah. so it looks like a toy. Yeah. It's weird. I don't like it. Not a fan. Yeah, also, it's weird. I don't like it. Also, well, also, if you broke, if you wrecked one of those things, they were ridiculously expensive because reconstructing a bunch of uh, fiberglass to recreate your, Super your car body. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. It was so expensive. I think that's why they, you know you start with four. You figure, all right, it's going to get destroyed with this stunt. This one's going to get some damage with this stunt. So it's like, all right, well, we've got our 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 crap ones that we can kind of bang up a little bit with the stunts that we know we're going to be banging them up on and then we'd get there and boy did they uh yeah this this car is this car is a supernatural embodiment right it is Mm -hmm. it is sort of the avatar of satan for some reason right Mm -hmm. never explained and (laughs) it goes around it goes around like it has special powers it can blink it can teleport itself into a barn oh that would right Yeah, and, and lock the door behind itself. Yeah, and, <laughs> I guess if you teleport, you don't need to lock the door. Yeah. And most importantly, whichever I think is the thing that will, I will never forget about this film, anyone who watches it should never forget, it can suddenly go into a side slide and flip itself and, and corkscrew <laughs> uh, sideways so cool. over, yeah. uh, over other cars, over people, destroying them, d- appearing to destroy itself, but then being totally cool and, mm-hmm. and all fixed up St- in an instant. The landing, yeah. yeah. It was a very that cool stunt, though. I really enjoyed it. It is, and it is the it's the it's the keystone stunt of this mm. film. I think. Oh yeah, you know, totally. Right, right. It's the thing that you know, if you don't put this in the trailer, you're missing out on like pulling some people into your. And someone had to figure it out, right? They had to figure out how to put a car on a flipper, and right. use just the right amount of explosives to make it go the way they wanted it to go. Yeah. And shoot that right. That, yeah, right. That's really crazy. It was really cool. so good. Yeah. Like, that they even use it in the trailer of the sequel, uh, The Car Road to Revenge. Ah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, the technique. sequel is on Netflix, right? For is it? 2000. Oh, is it, it really? Yeah, because it kept showing up, and I was like, wait, don't confuse me, Netflix. I'm, I'm, amused, by, I'm amused by Netflix because I searched for the, I've searched for T H E space C A R, and Netflix was like, Here's a dozen things that are not <laughs> what you just searched yes. for. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you probably you want to watch one of these, buddy. You couldn't admit the or car, so we, we're we just going to pick a bunch of stuff in between. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about the Royal Tenenbaums? Would you rather watch that, maybe? <laughs> Close enough. So There's the car, stuff. Road to Revenge, uh, is on Netflix, yeah. and it's is let me see what year is this it doesn't want to tell me well screw you netflix 2019 yeah yeah it looks and like stars, really... and stars ronnie cox i guess coming back is uh oh yeah sheriff, right sheriff drinks a lot because right. he didn't here die in, uh, right deputy deputy drinks a yeah, lot deputy, deputy drinks drunk. a lot and here in here in this movie <laughs> the car from 1977 uh ronnie cox looks like a young jesse plemons to me uh, yeah, for some I, reason. when I yeah. saw him, I yeah. was like, I was like, where's Ronnie Cox? I haven't seen him yet. And I'm like, oh, there's Ronnie. No, Cox. he looks like the guy who is uh, Coach's sidekick on Coach. <laughs> Patrick? <laughs> yeah, the voice of Patrick on SpongeBob. What's yeah, name? this is Patrick, uh, right? Yeah. That's, that's an interesting, uh, interesting trope here because like I my memory of late 70s movies is that they're all they're all about a drunk who's trying to navigate the real world. Uh <laughs> like every movie. Yeah. It's just like like the most common trope. Mm-hmm. This one has two though. Yeah. This one has this one has the cop drunk who is pretending to be sober and people are going with it for some reason. It's mm-hmm. bizarre how he's so obviously drunk and everybody everybody is just like not talking about it. But then it also has Amos, right? The wife beater. Yeah. Who's right. who is yeah. absolutely drunk. Yeah. And of course he's, you know, given to handle dynamite. 
Yeah. It's, he- <laughs> it's an interesting thing they were doing here. It's the first time I really seen so many sensitive men in one place during the seventies. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were all very sensitive men. I didn't think that was a thing during this time. I don't think it was. I think you know what I'm talking is, about. Yeah. 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 So, I totally I mean, get it. There was a scene when they're all in the room. Ronnie Cox is like sp- sprawled out on a desk, kind of right. half asleep. Cause you know, he's been, you know, getting his hooch on the side, but everybody else <laughs> is just looking real concerned. And there's like a conversation there going on about, you know, loss and death and we gotta we gotta step this is our moment to step up we have to do it for those who who died and all this and it's actually kind of shocking how how much they They lead into that deal with like uh they deal with like divorce they deal with like stereotypes and they deal with all these things in a really odd way yeah do you think it's because uh they have like eight really good action pieces in the film and they just need to fill the rest of the time with yeah. something. Right. They, Anything. This, this Anything. is what they came up with is like, uh, all right, how about we talk about your dad for a little bit? All right. How about we talk yeah. about, uh, you know, treating your wife better and how about right. <laughs> it could have been like, accident, know, like accidentally sensitive is what you're saying. Like it wasn't right. Really yeah. so, like, like, like uh, small talk, sensitive, <laughs> small talk, sensitive. I, I just, I, I can't go with the needs to fill time problem here because this movie, this movie has a an overtime problem. It's it's way too long for what it needs to accomplish, mm. and so the way it cuts down on all of that is it speeds up every single shot oh. of anyone on a vehicle. Gotta if, hate were, that. if a vehicle is moving, this movie this movie has taken ten minutes of movie away by speeding <laughs> yeah. up everything. Yeah, they could well, let that sure, in, but, and but if they put a regular speed, it wouldn't be as exciting. Exciting. Right. It, yeah. would, it would be much less Keystone. Like, Cop, okay, though. well, there's, uh, you know, there's Look, well, right, when right you, when this motorcycle away from the car. Right. And, uh, the the most dangerous chase. thing you can do, uh, I, when you, the most th- dangerous thing about speeding up film is making sure there's not a lot of bouncing because gravity becomes an issue visually yeah. when you speed film up. And when you're on a motorcycle, it is all about bouncing. And so I was like, that was really bad when they sped up the. Oh, every every part. time, every time they sped up a vehicle, I'm yeah. like, that is a, a micron away from being comedic. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's because cars, cars, and it because cars bounce in even when they're going fast, they still bounce at the same rate. So it, it's just you know our our minds instantly go, no, that's not right. Especially that's a '71 Lincoln; those things got huge shocks. They're just going to bounce all yeah. over the damn place. They're yeah. they're floating boats basically, but right. Um, so floating it's boaties. It's hard and, to get and away. They from also, that. of course, they went and decided that the the sort of like the foundation of the movie is cinematography that you could make in Southern Utah, and that's great, but it's not like inherently scary, right? Like. If mm. if this was in an empty city, you know what I mean, and the car is lurking somewhere, yeah. that's really scary. Out in out in the country in southern Utah, you're just like, look at this grandeur, look at this beauty, <laughs> and there's dirt yeah, everywhere, dirt. nothing but dirt, yep. and it's mm-hmm. just not, it's just hard for that to be scary. So they're like, all right, we're just gonna have the car seem like it's going supernaturally fast, yeah, but it's driving in dirt. You know what I mean? Like right, you just right. you see that, and it's not scary. And for those like, for those of you who are sick of me raving about the beauty that is Southern Utah, this movie actually does a really good job of showing it off, and you can yeah. see why oh, I'm yeah. talking I, about it all. You the think time. this is beautiful? I mean, it <laughs> like has a big, it like has a big its, dirt pit to me. It has its yeah, moments. Big blood smear all over the. <laughs> uh, uh, 
<laughs> it has its moments where you're like, oh my gosh, look at that place. And then, then, you know, then the dumb comes in. But yeah, like it, uh, right. this thing was filmed almost entirely I, there. I felt so dry. I was like, oh, somebody got some moisturizer. I feel so dry <laughs> right now. Dry. I dry. Had to look things up immediately because I thought, like, especially in that opening biking scene, it's like, okay, that looks like the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but, uh, but I was close. Not hey, Rocky we're Mountains close. Of Colorado, we share those. Those mountains yeah. are, you know, we get to share them. We just get to sit yeah, on yeah, the Yeah, yeah, he's like, you're half. You yeah, your yeah, half. half. How long did it take you guys to settle in? this movie and kind of go okay okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna ignore the fact that really if you want to get out of the way of a car it's pretty easy okay so <clears throat> let's get let's get past this first thing first I don't know. right no you know what i was thinking about that the the right? cycling the cycling bit at the beginning um you've got two kids on bikes going through the mountains curvy roads on, severe, a, on severe drops so they can they're kind of trapped in maybe Somewhat. Right, that's the thing. Exactly. Like on one side, you've got uh, a cliff wall, and on the other side, you've got a big sheer drop. Sometimes cool. with guardrails, sometimes without. And so when a car comes up behind, I'm like, all right, well, what would I do? Like if this was real life, because I do a fair bit of cycling, what would I do? What would you do, Hotshot? And, would you uh, keep? Would you try to cycle faster, thinking in your mind that maybe I can cycle faster than this car? I think I would. I would try and. And sharp turn by like go across right um, before he's close enough to like just you know uh, uh, T bone me, but like sideswipe across so that you know I can get to the other side even if it's a cliff wall at least I'm not going off the uh, maximum off the drop. maximum speed you think you get on one of those crappy bikes in 1977 oh, going geez. downhill 15, going 15, downhill 15 20 miles maybe but they really weren't going yeah. downhill. I mean, when anyway, they were, the they were gets, going uphill, downhill. <laughs> the girl gets across. the girl gets smeared up against a retaining wall. <laughs> yeah, that hurts. That would all, yeah. the, all the girl had to do was move to the other side of that retaining wall, and she lived. <laughs> yes, you know, right. so like that's a big deal. Like, it was, well, like, but you've got to. But how do you get to? Unless you get to the beginning of that retaining wall, and who knows what the other side of that retaining wall right. is? It's like so, it I'm could be saying, three inches and then drop. I'm just okay. What? Fine, you hop off right. the bike. Like, yeah, like I, that's just. <laughs> well, what, like, she kind of did hop off the bike at the very end after yeah. getting smeared against the retaining wall, yeah. which I couldn't figure out. Like, how did uh, <laughs> after smearing her through the length of that retaining wall, and we see the right. blood and half of the bike still there and her shoe? I right. love it when people lose their shoes. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, how did she go straight up into the air and over the side? Yeah, no, that was some. <laughs> By the way, magic Scott Scott needs to Please hammer down. Scott needs to hammer down on that trope alert. The the <laughs> one shoe lets you know that they died. Yeah, yeah. That's the that is that is the <laughs> sign no that the person died. Yeah. If you if you if you lived, you would still have your shoes on or whatever. We wouldn't show you the one shoe. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like a one shoe diary. Oh. So I was I was a little troubled at first, but by the time uh, the car went to the living room, I was like, oh, okay, no escape. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay, there's, oh, there's no it took you all the way matter. to the living room. Yeah, it was all <laughs> like to the living room because otherwise the phone. People, people were just standing there going, ah, uh, ah. Uh, but, you know, once he once he starts coming into the living room, okay, it's like, all right. Yeah, yeah it took me it, it, it took me to the barn scene before I before I settled in on the on the uh, sort of supernatural nature of the car, because right. in the barn, all you got to do is stand on the side of the car. And I'm actually saying. Would you just walk around to the side of this car? Go please? back out the door you came car, in. Cars don't drive sideways. Yeah. And, right. And then I finally, it finally dawned on me, <laughs> oh, this car has this power to make people, like, to drag a human body in front of it. 
like right. it has the like the only thing it can't do is drive over a cemetery like it can it can <laughs> it can have its way otherwise and right. that's when i finally gave up like i stopped i stopped right. wanting like when <laughs> when when uh, uh james brolin first encounters the car face to face so to speak he walks around to the side and I'm like, thank you. Thank you for just getting on the side of the car, yeah. <laughs> right. you know, yeah. but then the car punches him. I've never seen a car throw a punch. <laughs> that <laughs> was amazing. Right. It knocks him out too, which is like yeah. the best part. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> the car, no, no, the car punches him. And then as he looks at the car, it goes supernova. And that is amazing. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. someone thought uh, like they wrote in the script and then he looks back at the car and it goes supernova. So hold on. Wow. I have actually a question about that. Why? Because the next thing we see is James Brolin's waking up in the, uh, in yeah, the hospital. hospital, right? Why yeah. didn't this car, who really yeah. wants him dead, why didn't it back dad. up? It's and not. Just... He doesn't want him dead. It's his dad. I'm telling you. <sighs> you well, that think would... his his dad went to hell and became a a devil and has returned <laughs> as a car. <laughs> Absolutely. You think that's you what saw it that is? photo of him? He's not a happy looking man. He's not a happy man. <laughs> but, but he tries is, to kill him later. Were... He tries to kill him lots of times. Like I don't. I don't no, know. he doesn't try to kill him. He tries to scare him. Yeah. He's trying to make him a better son. He's like beating him. <laughs> well, I'm glad we did circle back to this. Randy, Randy mentioned a little bit a minute ago, and I wanted to make sure we circle back to it. But uh, unlike other movies like this, we don't get an origin story of why the car is possessed. No. no. And I feel like I'm trying to remember Christine was, happened in the uh, happened in the in the factory, right on the mm-hmm. assembly line. Something happened so, to something it, and it became like that. yeah. I forget. If I'm an FBI agent and I'm like, I'm like trying to do my profile. I'm like, okay, well, who's benefiting from this? Oh, okay. I was like, Mr. Brolin is doing pretty good. And now, <laughs> he's now sheriff. Strangely, oh. strangely <laughs> that the car didn't kill him when it had the right. chance. Yeah. Because everybody else has no problem just wasting them. Like the minute right. they see them. And, and also, if you really care about your son, all right, let's say you cared about him and you're the car and you're possess- you possess the car and you're the son of James Brolin, future dad, or I guess he would have been current dad of little tiny Josh Brolin, who would one day be Thanos. None of this matters. I don't yeah. know why I'm bringing it up. But anyway, my point is, <laughs> let's say you're all concerned. You don't want to hurt him. You just want to scare him and knock him off his thing and knock him out. Okay, right. great. Then why? Does dad approve of the girlfriend? No, he does not. No, that's my he point. That. He, but he knows how important she was to him. Why would he just run through the house and destroy because her? Because he's a jackass dad. That's why he's oh. the sheriff of a small town. I think oh, Peckerhead man. killed him, so I think that's the reason why. I think it's a little revenge. <laughs> Wait, little who's revenge Peckerhead action. again? Remind me. Peck. Pecker. That's Sheriff Pecker. It was oh, originally Sheriff, Pecker. Sheriff Peck. Yeah. yeah. He sucked. <laughs> I hated that sheriff. Well, that's the reason why I called him Sheriff Peckerhead, because that's why uh, Sheriff Parent. My God. It's yeah. hard to talk about. Why was that his name? Yeah. yeah. Did, did no one in these movies ever just stop stop and go, okay, now let's give them good names? Because yeah. he's <laughs> a parent to those two girls. That's right. Yeah, they those had two all- future real housewives of the <laughs> girls. future girls. One of them ADR voiced by an older lady, by the way. There's no way that older kid. I have clips later I'll play. And when yeah. you hear her, really? you're going to go. Yeah, that's, oh, that's-, that's uh, Kim Richards who... Uh, I had a big crush on in the '80s after seeing her in the Witch Mountain movies. Yeah, Kim Richards. Why yeah, not yeah. Kim Richards? Mm-hmm. She was also oh. kind of like a Demi uh, Demi Moore kind of a little bit Demi Moore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was on that Hello Larry show. But yeah, now now she and her sister, both uh, the the two sisters who are real sisters, sisters in real life, are right. two of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Are they really? <laughs> 
Yes. Oh no, that really bums me out. Also, something wrong with her eye. There's something wrong with her eye. Speaking of reality point. TV, Kathy Hilton, Paris Hilton's mom was in this, and the she was a girl marching with flag. Oh, interesting. I, oh, that's such a horrible picture. There's something wrong with her eye, dude. The photo that Scott just put of Kim Richards in the yeah. uh, She's had some work done, and it's all pulling in funny directions is all I'm saying. Yeah, so. the gravity is affecting one side of her face more something, than the other side. Yeah. <laughs> Something's winning. Yeah, something's, something's winning. Losing. I don't know which side. One of those sides. What was that, Randy? You've reminded me that I feel like a person's ability to accept this movie as a movie, as entertainment that you could sit and watch, comes to your take on the marching band yeah. at the dirt raceway right. scene. The dirt uh, raceway, which, by the way, is right next to an ancient Indian burial, burial ground. I right. couldn't quite tell. It's supposed to be if, older. If you can accept all of that, if you can somehow put that all aside and watch and accept it, you're going to like this movie, yeah. I think. I think you're going to really like – It's gonna it's going to make sense to you. But if you start unpacking what's going on in that scene – Oh my gosh, this is just amateurish schlock. It's oh yeah, useless. for sure. It's one of those, um, and it was. It's on some list. Maybe the Razzie people did it. Some list of the best yeah. worst movies. Like, and mm-hmm. you can enjoy this. You can have fun in, in this, but you know, it's not good. It's never good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I can, enjoy myself. Oh yeah, yeah I, I totally did. I was surprised yes. how much fun I had. I actually, my only yeah. complaint is that it's just real slow at first. And takes yeah. a while, and they, you know, I'm like, well, where's this killer car for hell's sakes? Like, when's this going right. to happen? Right. <laughs> well, 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 I was promised a car. <laughs> it's slow, like you get the 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 bicycle chase at the beginning, and then it's slow for quite a while. Yeah, and yeah. then there's another yeah. exciting scene, and then it's slow for quite a while. The pacing on this should be could be a little bit more even, but it is fun how or funny to see how much we enjoy something when we really don't have anything in, invested in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's I think a that, really good point. Like if I would have paid money to see this, oh man, I would have been so bummed. But the fact I mean, that we're we're yeah, watching yeah. it for film sack and for free. This is like, nineteen. This is nineteen seventy seven. So they were doing something that was fascinating to me. You didn't see a lot of it except in comedy. Um, a single parent, like a single father, you didn't yeah. see it too often. Yeah, and uh, I thought that was actually kind of entertaining the way they did it. And I kind of liked the, the interaction between, uh, between some of the characters. I thought, even though it was a little silly, uh, James Brolin's Wade parent character and Kathleen Lloyd, mm-hmm. their little playfulness in the bedroom and stuff. I kind of enjoyed it. I had a crush oh, I thought on that her. was the most important thing they did in this movie was, was stop and have her at about 29 and him at about 35 uh, acting together and just appearing to be regular people yeah, I like who have that. a relationship. I like that until she tried to do that copper voice thing that she did, which <laughs> is really annoying. <laughs> she had him by the balls and what was doing the copper uh, voice. Yeah. yeah, what is that? That's um, uh, Shane? Yeah, she, yeah. Oh, Shane. Copper, yeah. you're going to let us go now, Shane, that whole thing. I can't think of who the actor is that, that Edward they're G- doing. Uh, Edward, G. Edward G. Robinson. Robinson, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Well, he's the one that was more like, yeah, listen here, see? But then her thing was like, all right, <laughs> Copper, we're going to get all out right, of here Copper, now. All right, Copper, see? Yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah, not that's right. true. It's like Sorry. Quimby kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she was going for, but I was glad it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like a racist impression. So that was that was nice to have. That whole subplot makes us care about her. So, yeah. of course, it's so much more shocking when she gets offed, mm-hmm. uh, like, and the way she gets offed is much more impactful. Yeah, and and that really cordless that was, phone would have saved her. Mm-hmm. 
or just <laughs> I don't know, going upstairs maybe. I don't know. I, I can't I can't decide how I how, like everything. This movie has so many near near misses, you know. Right. But yeah. For yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. just bizarre it's how how it, it's, like, you know. It, I couldn't decide. It it kind of pulls a little bit from the idea of what they were doing in Jaws, which was you know that that I feel relaxed. I don't feel like I'm in total danger, but I can't really see the car, but it, we know it's here. I don't know how much that would have influenced it though, because this was 77. I know that it was criticized for that mm. uh, back in the day. So I'm assuming that was a criticism. Maybe it was valid. Um, the other argument I'm going to make in the, in the positive for using, a uh, you know, what looks to be desert and, you know, kind of like empty space, uh, I think that's one of the values that brings is the same value you get out of a Western or even Mad Max or something. Yeah. It's this sense that there are no federal authorities here. There's nobody here. Yeah, there's no helicopters. You. There's no, yeah. you won't, you yeah. are on your own. If you guys can't figure this out on a local level, you're screwed. There's no backup. Isolated. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that yeah. feeling that you get from that. Um, and one other note, I just noticed this cause I was there not too horribly long ago, but, um, there's a part of, of uh, St. George where they filmed this and they were in the middle of this major intersection in 1977 that would have been a major intersection where there was a lot of stores and stuff, but where they were, the cops were swapping out watch, you know, they were like taking over each other's shift or whatever yeah, yeah. that area. And then South of that to the, to the, to the upper uh, bluff there is now nothing but multi-million dollar monster freaking houses and pools. And like, it's ridiculous what that place ended up doing that particular corner of town. And it was so weird to see it just empty and deserty and rocks and dirt and shit. That's just as weirdest thing for me. (laughs) Rocks, dirt and shit. And somebody who goes down there a lot. But anyway, uh, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention before I forgot about this uh, thing, this movie. So I, I was annoyed by the name, the car. It just sort of annoyed me. Sure. Because it's just so simple, and I don't know, they could have gone further. And there, there's some talk in here about it was almost called Wheels, and you know, yeah, so which would have been worse. I, no, I, I argue, I, I argue, Wheels would have been worse. Yeah, wheels. Yeah. This is what I think, and I think it's very telling. I think the marketing is the most telling. They had some good ideas, but they didn't have a complete idea. Mm. Here is the description on the cover box: right. Is it a phantom, a demon, or the devil himself? We'll never know because you're not. You can watch it. You're not going to find out. It doesn't matter. So that was that was kind of like the cover. There's like a big question mark. Even the people who are doing the marketing, there's just like a big question mark on yeah. the front of the box. Yeah. Like I don't know. I like to think that know. the last part of what you said was also on the box. Like ah, you'll never know because you'll see this. You'll never know. You'll never. That's not actually in there. But that's that. Yeah. Right. Back to what that was, I was my interpretation. That, what I love about this is the foreign film language titles are always some of my favorite things to look up, and I found you a couple here that are great. So oh, sweet. We have literal English translations for most of them. Uh, in France, it was called Mechanical Hell. Ooh, I actually like that better. Now, that would have been a good American title as well. It's also not a direct translation of the car, so I don't know what they're saying well, there. But, no. uh, another one from Italy was The Black Car. I love that. That's great. That's okay. uh, yeah. Germany was The Devil on Wheels. That might be oh. the best one. Uh, <laughs> and then finally, my favorite is Portugal, The Car, Devil's Machine. That's a good one. Ooh, I like that as well. Yeah. These are all better than the ones mm-hmm. we had. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I don't think the black car would help. That's just a descriptor. The black I mean, car. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah the and black there, car. You know, we already had the black stallion and black beauty and. Sure. Right. Yeah. Didn't yeah. need <laughs> the Mechani- black car. Mechanical hell is pretty cool. I could have Mechanical hell is good. Yeah. Um, and then. Okay, oh, my gosh. Go I, have, I have some scrutiny. 
Uh, let me let me play uh, the great John, what's his name, for a second and say he's so great I forgot his last name. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> Scrutiny, this uh, has a trivia piece that says this is the entirety of it. Almost the entire movie is looped. I don't know what that means. Uh, the, the same things over and over again, maybe? What is that, I, what I don't know. When you say almost the entire movie is looped, hmm. I don't know what to say to that. What is that? that is, maybe they meant loco. Maybe that's what they, what they mean. <laughs> like, loopy, like loopy. <laughs> but like taking, taking them at their plain meaning, right? Yeah. They're saying that uh, action sequences of the car driving show the same shot over and over. They're saying, you know, that that we we, repeat, we repeatedly see things. Oh, that we, maybe that, that's that it. it isn't new footage once you've seen it. And I didn't really detect a lot of that. There I wasn't a lot. Either. I didn't either. No. I think I, I think if that's the meaning they mean, that's like you know when He Man uses the same four sequences every episode <laughs> to to show him running or to show him jumping or right. you know getting a sword out of his pants or whatever he's doing. Uh, this, this was more like, uh, this felt legit to me. This didn't feel like they reused a bunch of footage. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch that no. at all. So IMDB <laughs> some scrutiny like for the you Fred there. Flint, yeah. Fred Flintstone repeating backgrounds. Yeah. Right. And the dumbest trivia in here is this one. Ronnie Cox, who plays Luke played a cop in this movie. He would later star in RoboCop 1987. That's not trivia. <laughs> That's yeah. not trivia. That's he no, plays no, a cop often. <laughs> Yeah, there's no like weird thing here where we're like, oh, he was in RoboCop that had the word cop in its name, and he also mm-hmm. played a cop here. Ooh, what a connection, you a-holes. I hate that. Ah, <laughs> oh, that sucks so bad. Such a terrible combo. Yeah. Anyway, uh, also, Great. this car was built by a famous dude. Check this out. Uh, what? A famous dude? A Get famous out. famous dude. Yep. Uh, it was a specially built car for the film by renowned automotive designer George Barris. Uh, you may not have heard his name, but you know him. From very special vehicles from film and TV, including the Batmobile from 1966, the TV one that's famous. Uh, publicity, uh, see, blah, 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 let's see, uh, Barris Cars built, uh, he, oh, he built cars for Cher, Sonny Bono, Liberace, uh, Clark Gable, Bob Hope, Frank Sinatra, Elvis Presley, and Evil Knievel all had specialty cars built by George Barris. Yeah. He was once upon a time a well and desirable car developer, I suppose, right? Yeah. But Sure. Yeah, not this car. Nope. Who wants this car? Nobody. I, I kind of want this car. I don't I'm want the inside. It looked like pee. It looked like pee. Well, are you talking about <laughs> the tinted windows? Yeah. Or are you talking about the actual inside of the no, car? Every, oh, yeah. Well, every time yeah. they show a view from the in car, I'm like, it, it's like looking through. You're reminding me of wearing blue blockers. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or brown blockers. Yeah. There you go, too. Yeah. <laughs> they lowered the roof uh, by yeah, many inches, and it'd be like. How do you sit in this car if you're a normal sized man? How do yeah, you sit in there? You don't. You don't. But if you're a, if you're a little Satan demon dude, I guess you're fine, right? Just, yeah. Also, yeah. wouldn't you think that if if you can possess a car and do all kinds of crazy shit as a car, I feel like on your list somewhere is you'll be you'll be uh, resistant to flames. Like, why is it finally the thing that gets you is dynamite from? Yeah, the high, the high the danger. <laughs> so <laughs> I love. Yeah, I love. So if you have uh okay, so if you're gonna label your dynamite box with something, I would probably put explosives on the outside. If I see a box that's <laughs> dangerous, I'm definitely looking inside. Listen, Acme, yeah. Acme always labeled it uh, TNT whenever uh, right, the right. Riley Coyote bought it. So, and yeah, the right. word Acme, your the name of the right. company is very <laughs> right. Acme TNT. That's yeah. right. If it has explosives, I'm not looking inside because I'm pretty sure there's explosives inside. So it's dangerous could be anything. Could be a you know a box of snakes. 
could be a box of just about anything. Could yeah, be well. could be written evidence. That could be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And do we just It is go- funny though that, oh, that they don't capitalize on the hallowed ground yeah. uh, method of getting rid of it. Like if they would have said, Oh well, at the bottom of this canyon was uh you know, another blessed area that was blessed by the so and so people of blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Then that would have been like, oh, okay, because it landed down there, and then they used the dynamite, and so it was the impact, the dynamite, and the hallowed ground. Yeah, right, the, right. The combination that finally throwing <laughs> some holy water down there. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want to cut all the way to the very end, but this is <laughs> as good a time as any to talk about. Sure. Have you ever seen a movie depict explosions like anything like this, even close <laughs> to like this? No, no. I actually no. kind of thought it was interesting. Yeah, no, but it looked like Ganondorf. Like when you finally kill him at the end of one of the Zelda yeah. games, and you see the yeah. the, the <laughs> sneaky skull face yeah. in smoke. And yeah, fire. yeah. It was actually. <laughs> Which made, I mean, for, I was even say. more effective was the the pile of cops that were all being you know <laughs> covered in light. It was yeah, kind of cool. That all that like was so weird. Together. Was scared. Make your most scared face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at the something. devil. Oh. That was really, really weird. Everything about that, including the fact that it wasn't a bad effect. Like it kind of looked yeah. all right. Yeah. For 77, right? I mean, you know, like you it know, got the point across. Sure. Yeah. You got to remember some of our favorite things from around that era ish, you know, up through like 81 or so. Like even thinking of like Indiana Jones and the last or the first movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And they, you know, they just melted candle dudes at the end. Yeah. And it yeah. looked like it. But we were cool with it because we were like, yeah, look at that effect. That's a cool effect. But really, it's well, not I'd, that great. I'd guess that they used one of the similar techniques from Raiders in this with the where you take a, a tank of liquid and you shoot stuff into the liquid to kind of make it hang there. They did that with the clouds in Raiders of the Lost Ark oh, to make him kind of come in and hang. Mm-hmm, and right. I think that they probably used that same technique with the smoke at the end with the um, right this, uh, with the, the explosion. Double. Yeah, because yeah. you was trying, you was trying to kind of see. Because I kept looking, I'm like, okay, am I supposed to be seeing Satan here? What am I seeing? Right. right. You definitely get to see a cobra. Mm-hmm. Oh. You do. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's Cobra Commander the whole time. By the way, no one right. knew this. Yeah. This yeah. Cool, Finally, uh, the, the spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> so Oregon there was a, this, this car. This car's uh, reasoning behind this killing. I kept trying to figure that out. So I was like, okay. So our first deaths are a couple of bikers. We come to find out, they're a couple of teenagers on the run. Uh, they've been lying. Um, so, you know, there, there's, there's the penalty for sin. And I'm thinking that's why the car was there. The car was there to uh, punish the teenagers. Okay. And he was getting yep. ready to leave town. He was, he was out. I mean, he was, he was on his way back to hell uh, when that hitchhiker uh, decided to start, you know, talking smack, shooting in birds. Oh, really playing, <laughs> playing the French horn. That, that was yeah, what got French that French horn. <laughs> we got to talk about that guy. And so, some, like some of the best lines and stuff from the movie are from oh, that yeah. guy. It is uh, slapping oh, yeah. his bird. And uh, oh, God. I was sure he wasn't going to leave. I kind of thought he was going to be a main character and, and hang around yeah, and right. be, you know, he would he'd, he would annoy the sheriffs or the sheriffs and well, the that deputies. That's what you would, expect, right? The yeah. outsider. Yeah, but then they just but, freaking killed him. But let's talk about the stupidity of that guy's backstory. So, <laughs> okay. so he lives back east somewhere and was traveling across the country hitchhiking. Yeah, is the is the story we are given right. that he was coming from L.A. going back east, and he's hitchhiking. So when we meet him, he's playing a French horn next to a a, a sign. And he's observing some birds, and it's cute. It's it's really it's funny how it's they. Put, moment. 
yeah, how they put together mm-hmm. the the French horn music and the birds and stuff. But you have to ask, why did whoever was giving him a ride before this point drop him off here? Why <laughs> right, did they? Right. Why were they driving down this road? And that person said, "You have to get out right now. Right. I'm not taking you another step." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? why? French horn. <laughs> Absolutely. Know. Did you meet the guy? He's he's terrible. He's Would have really talked him off a lot sooner. Yeah, he's super annoying. It doesn't surprise me too much. Right. But. but okay, so the car kills him. Yeah. So he's like he's like uh, he's like I was out. He's John Wick. You know, he's like I was out. Now you bring me back in with your and, and, and knocks his French horn out of the case, but not yeah. the not the uh, not the reed which goes in that little hole right there. Boop. Yeah, that's right. Right. Should have flown he, he right breaks, through he, the house and killed the freaking wife beater. That guy pissed me off. Amos. Well, that was the yeah. thing too. He never, he even had a chance to kill the wife beater and he didn't do it. And I was like, that's odd. Why, why is it? Why is it, Why are they picking different people? He picked the sheriff. It was like, I was like, okay, what's going on? And so I, I kept trying to figure out what his motivations was. And I just couldn't find anything. And is that the weakness of this film that the killing is random or is it? I couldn't. I don't know. What like, do you guys think about the motivations? Did y'all it's, it's have fear? Kind of well, fear if it's brother? if it's his dad, if it's right. parents' parent Brian, right. yes. then there's the <laughs> there's the motivation. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's the reason why I had I had to I, reconcile that in my head. I I, <laughs> I didn't it, I didn't ask that question for a long time because this movie didn't wasn't clearly portraying a motive. Like right. And so like usually with a with a scary movie where there's, you know, some sort of demon, right? The demon has a reason to be doing what it's doing, you have mm-hmm. to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it was it was kind of just like kill everyone in hurricane. You know, like uh, like that just felt like the only thing it wanted to do was just kill everybody and it usually didn't really care. Usually it's related to sin, right? So I mean, uh, the the hitchhiker, I guess because he was a pothead, I don't know, useless or something and then the kids were, you know, lying yeah, the and escaping. The devil and, wants you to commit sin, so that make right. Sense. That's what I was thinking. And so, and then, and then there was uh, the sheriff who had just gotten through uh, Sheriff Pickerhead. Uh, he was he was coveting <laughs> the 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 drunk guy's wife, mm-hmm. right? So he had just got through saying, you know, she was my first, and he was, you know, he was kind of coveting her in his heart, and therefore, I guess his sin was bright. And you could you ran him over, and I just mm-hmm. kept trying to. But then I realized later on, I'm like, yeah, I'm giving this movie way too much credit. Yeah, yeah for it's sure. The movie sure. about a car. Yeah, the car. Can we? I got one more thing to say about Amos. So he's this. He is the actor to look at in this in this show, and I don't mean because he's a great actor. I mean his his credits and his career is extensive. Um, he's in everything from. He was a general in Predator, and he was in stuff as oh. recent as 2001. He lived to be 95 and only died just in 2012. He's been uh, had a long effing life, uh, millions of movies. But my favorite thing in here, if I can find it, hold on, let me pull it up. Uh, my favorite, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a piece, or my my favorite thing he's in is he is the Sandman in the Metallica video Enter Sandman. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. That. How cool is that? So That is really cool. cool. Yeah. So that guy, hats off to that dude, but also just... Green Gallon hat off to that dude. Just as a plot point, though, <laughs> I'm just irritated that he was just... It's like, oh, well, shit, we've run out of ideas. There's nothing else we can do to stop the Satan car. What do we do? 
I know. Let's enlist the help of the worst human being we have. The worst guy <laughs> ever. And at the end of this, they don't get into it, but at the end of this, what happens? They're like, all right, Amos, all is forgiven. Well done. Go home and beat your wife some more. Like, what, right. what do we do with Amos yeah. now? Like, Amos is a piece right. of shit. Maybe the car should have gotten Amos. Right, right. Maybe you should have right. thrown that in there with it. Yeah, I smiled also wonder too. I was like, what if it's Amos? Maybe Amos's hate is what's driving this car because he hates the hippie and he hates, you know, he hates the sheriff for, you know, giving him guff and mm-hmm. yeah. Quite hey, we're talking about RG Armstrong and this guy must have had some kind of creative control over the names of the characters that he played. <laughs> He's trying to get a little he payback. Played, <laughs> he played the best named Western American characters. Like just looking at the last t- ten years of his career, yeah. he played in Matlock. He played Sheriff Dalton Parks. Yeah. You know, in yeah. in Walker Texas Ranger, he played a guy named Frank Dodge. Yeah, you dude. Know? <laughs> like in Invasion of Privacy, he played Sam Logan. Yeah, like he's yeah, just. I'll, I'll be in your movie. I've got some. Uh, <laughs> I have some requirements on my name. <laughs> Something called uh, Art or uh, Dead Center. He played Art Fencer. Oh no, maybe it's the Art Fencer. Yeah, that could be a name. Or- <laughs> he was Art Fencer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> could have been sure. both. Could have been both. Well, my no, name is actually sure. Art Fencer, and I'm an Art Fencer. He's in an episode. Say. He's an episode of uh, called A Single Drop of Rain of Quantum Leap there, Brian. I bet you're. Yeah, I noticed shows. that. I'm trying to remember which one that was. Um, yeah, I can't remember it either. Does it make me a bad person that, uh, made me a bad person that I was judging? Oh, that's the one that begins with, oh boy. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Oh, that narrows oh, it down oh. then. Well done. Yeah, oh, actually, yeah. I do remember this. It's the one where uh, Sam Beckett leaps into a town where he's the uh, he's promising this drought-stricken town oh, yeah, to make it rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in the end, he actually does it. But yeah, did we see Children of the rains. Corn? He didn't do it. It just rains. Did we see Children of the Corn? Do you guys remember? Malachi. Oh, we did. Yes, okay. We did. Yes. Yes. Episode one thirty-six. Um, uh, thanks again to Quicksack.lead. But anyway, uh, he's in that, so we've seen him before. Nice. There's yep. our there's our children of the corn connection, guys. We made it. We ha- made it happen. <laughs> that guy's hey. the only thing we've seen him in. I guess we haven't seen Predator or Dick Tracy. Not yet. Nope. We want to. We want to. We've seen Predator Both 2. Both of those feel like Predator feels like a capstone movie for us. Like we should watch that the very last thing we do before <laughs> we all die. In twenty eleven. <laughs> in twenty eleven we watched Predator Two and in twenty twelve we watched Predators, but we have never seen the original Predator. So Really? We got to get on that. Wow! Guys. Yeah, what's wrong with us? What ha- what ha- what path we rot? How how lame are we? Hey uh, man! Yeah. Hey, do you know what's gross? Tell me what you think. I thought was gross. Oh! Oh wait, I should play this before I do it. Gross. <laughs> it couldn't be something as easy as him, uh, as uh, uh, Brolin kissing Libby before he's brushed his teeth, or. Uh, no, but you're I in think this. A, you're in the zone. You're in the I early. The right seat? I, yeah, I think I think it's when uh, I think it's when uh, Lauren leans over and starts chewing, chawing on James Brolin's hair. Uh, let me that? just say this. Oh, Laura, not Libby. Lauren, Congratulations. Yeah. That is absolutely 100 <laughs> percent what I thought was gross. She leans over and is nibbling on his hair. That's weird. That's a weird yeah. thing to do. 
I yeah. don't care who you are. It was weird. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, you, did, he, did he wash his hair? Well, he's probably put spruce in there. That's probably no. What is he putting in there? I don't know what he's. I mean, he's a hunk they, of, he's a hunk they of had a such great man. chemistry. They really liked each other. You, they yeah. were probably getting it on offset. And, <laughs> and you just like, it's something that you just know about James Brolin. Like, it, it, like you don't, you don't have to know. You don't have to go read his Wikipedia entry to know that guy was horny yeah. all the time. You know? <laughs> I guess I never really thought about it, but I, yeah, I mean, maybe at this point, his son, um, uh, uh, what's Josh, this? Josh is yeah. like se- six or seven years old. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he's right. married to at the time. Um, but I like, he's I, only seven. He's not married to anybody. <laughs> is he not married to anybody? Wait, not, not when he was seven. seven he's seven. He's no, no, no. I anybody. mean, I'm talking about his dad. So his dad <laughs> no, I don't know who his mom was or if he ever stuck with her or whatever. That's the funny Holy thing. Holy cow. I, yeah. John, I just re- I just found this out. James Brolin was married to uh, Jan Smithers uh, from WKRP, Bailey Quarters from WKRP. Oh, wow. No way. Jan you know Smithers. That? The cuter uh, employee, the cutest employee Uh-oh, of WKRP. You know what's bad? Kathleen Lloyd at this time kind of had a vibe like her. So, uh oh. Uh oh. I'm trying to find uh, he, he, was, he was married to Jane Cameron Agee at, uh, uh, during the filming of this movie from 66 to 86. Oh, okay. By the way, the, the marriage to James I don't Brolin. Know if, oh, Brosh, uh, Josh Brolin born in 68. So, yeah, Josh's mom is this Jane Cameron Agee. Yeah. Agee. Uh, James, James Brolin was married to her from 86 to 95 divorced. They had a kid. So it's, you know, Josh has a stepson, I guess, or a stepbrother. Yep. And then Kip Whitman, whoever that is. Oh, they're also divorced now. So it looks like oh, Jan Smithers is not married, married to anymore. Barbara Streisand. Oh, he's currently married to Barbara Streisand. You, you knew that, I right? just realizing that you, now. You, you knew no, that. I didn't. I seriously am just realizing that now. I think I, I, wonder, I, I think I'm with it, but I think I didn't realize that either. My thought, I yeah. think so I knew they were together. It doesn't sound, it doesn't sound completely shocking. Like it may have been something that, that I learned once and just kind of said, well, I'll never need that information and just kind of put it in the, uh, yeah, the very back of the filing cabinet. But he is still a, okay. Stupidly... Why did I think that Chris Christopherson was married to Barbara Streisand? Well, because he and, he and James Brolin are basically yeah, the same person. From the same uh, side I, of beef. Yeah. I've got to share one of my mom's stories. You know how people have like stories that they tell about their life over and over. Yeah. I, I kind of play on that as a character on this show. I my one of my mom's stories, like the five things she's going to tell you about her entire life, is that she and her sister were at a restaurant at Mount Hood, and uh, James Brolin and his wife came in. That would be the way she would tell the story, and sat down next to them at the next table. And my mom and her sister could not think and do or anything all they could do is sit there and look at each other and and say with their eyes oh my god barbara streisand is at the next table with james brolin oh that's awesome oh we should start doing west wing connections i forgot he was a governor in that anyway yep, well, uh, and, and one of the best comedies of recent years uh, life in pieces he's the dad and oh, he's, he's so the, good the greatest that, dude yeah. he's so good but what's em- what's embarrassing for all the rest of us is just how handsome that dude, even at age, what is he, 78 or something now? That guy uh, is the see, 1940, uh, 80. He's 80 years old. That dude yeah. looks great. He looks yeah, he great. Does. That's not well, fair. It's got to have something to do with clean living. Like you, when you look at this guy, <laughs> you think he, you think it's, you think he lived clean? 
I can yeah, see him I smoking do. a pack a day in his prime or drinking whiskey like there's no tomorrow at some That's point. Living. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on your definition of clean living, but I don't think any other 80-year-old looks like that. He's a he's a rugged bastard, that guy. Yeah. Now I can't wait for the angry 80-year-old males coming in now. Yeah, bring them on. We don't know nothing, Scott. Yeah, we don't know shit. So uh, one of yeah. the pieces of trivia, tell me why this is in the pieces of trivia for James Brolin <laughs> uh, on IMDb. Okay. Starred in The Car, 1977, with Kyle Richards, whose birthday is January 11th, 1969, which is a date mentioned in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. What? Fascinating. Oh, because he was in Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, Okay, well, then that's like the Ronnie Cox Robocop thing. Freaking F those. Is that probably the same yeah. guy wandering around they're, IMDb like, going, like, They're taking the definition of the word trivial to its <laughs> farthest extreme. <laughs> no, they're make, they're truly making it trivial. Yeah, they're making yes. it very trivial. Uh, I wrote in here, I hate marching bands. And so I want to talk about that just for a second. I hate how marching if, bands are portrayed in films. Go yeah, ahead. Okay. They're led Thank by you. a woman wearing the tightest gold pants you've ever oh, seen. Oh, well, those life. are so tight, man. I don't even like real ones, and here's why. Not that, you know, no offense to anyone in them or that plans them or that's I good love at them. the real marching bands. Go ahead. I don't like them. I don't know why. I don't know what it is with me. Maybe so, I went to too many parades when I was younger and they then they blew yeah, so, me. So I, I spent my entire youth in marching bands. And by the time I was old enough, you know, like to be a, like a senior, by the time I was 17, 18, I was the, you know, the leader, like I was the person up on the front left with my trombone sort of like walking in front. Mm. And I can tell you this, this portrayal of a marching band in this movie and in so many movies is so disingenuous. They, they take, they go through, they have it, they take a band, they go and find some high school band and they walk around and every 10th person, they, they detune the instrument and then tell them tell them go ahead and play normally but you're off by a half step and (laughs) it just makes them sound so horrible you know like i would never want to be in a band if i heard this this was what i thought a band sounded like they always make them sound discordant i don't understand why they portray that is like well because they're not well practiced or like what is it because i think that that's it for this film for sure it's like oh you know they're they're kids. We have to make them sound like they're not professional, you know. Right. Okay. I just performer. I think I just realized with you guys talking about discordance, I think I figured it out. Why I don't even like real ones, and that is because there's a Doppler effect going on that happens when you're on a when you're standing in a parade, and uh, here right. comes the band, and by the time they get to you, maybe they stomp around for a minute and do a little trick, and then they go forward again. <laughs> 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 Look at them! They did some backflips with the tuba. Yeah, it just I think that's up, the problem. Is they're not doing enough tricks. Is the uh, <laughs> like of, it just ends usually up? Usually, the band has a different. Usually, there's like a color guard or something in front of the band. Usually, the band's not doing the trick. At least not ours. Maybe they'll march a little higher. Maybe that's I don't, I don't know. See, that's the thing is I don't really. I'm, I'm not really bad mouthing it. I just can't stand them. I don't know. I don't know why. No offense to anybody, including Randy in his time as as a, as a youth, but uh, I, I used. I, I will tell you, like the the one performance of my youth that I am the most disappointed in was when my band got to perform at the Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York City because yeah. uh, yeah. we were between buildings, these really tall buildings. We had never experienced anything like the Echo, and we could not sync up. 
Yeah. Everything, everything we did, everybody in the band was following a different. And then, and then Snoopy's like right on your ass. And you're like, I can't take the pressure. <laughs> oh, right. It was also, it was cold and rainy. There was that. <laughs> oh, well, you've you never been sure. to a Thanksgiving day parade in, in New York. Yeah. Right. We, we worked, <laughs> we worked so hard for years to make that happen. And then when we got there, our performance was crap, mm. but like, uh, you, you know, put us out on a football field. Wow. I love that. Right. I think it's right. great. I mean, there is a, See now that you meant you you combine it with football field and there's a there's a thing I it's like having an organ at a hockey game like I love that mm-hmm. combination mm-hmm. even though I hate organs by themselves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have some really weird hates, but you know, like oh, what is this, what is this piece of crap? Get this piece of organ crap out of here. I mean, there's some fun to be had with that combo. Maybe it's just on their own. I don't know. Like, give me a football game with a marching band. I'm with you. I'm there. Give me a, 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 a marching band walking down a dirt road in a freaking movie like this. Freaking F <laughs> off. <laughs> Running, make sure to go to the cliffs. You know, we've got a concrete right. wall that we could just uh, go up the stairs and there's no way that that, uh, that car could get us. But no, no, no. Let's spend another five minutes and run to the cliffs. Yep. My, fi- my favorite notes in here are I wrote, not enough scary car time. And then the very next note is, Agreed. also, this car is not that scary. <laughs> <laughs> so I think yeah. I was like waiting for the scary car. And then when it finally got there, I was like, oh, well, it's just, I mean, know. most of the areas where the car is attacking is like wide open spaces. It's just like, it's like, if you just turn around, if you yeah. just turn around to the honking, honk, honk, yeah. the big air horn coming at you. Oh no. Come on. Get it right. It's, there was something there about it being how did you phonetically spell that spell that for me b-y-a-a-a space b-y-a-b-y-a-b-y-a-a-a-a perfect gotta be the most annoying sound in a movie but it always honked the same way yeah but it said something in the chat in the chat sorry in the in the trivia about it being the letter x in um What's the beep, 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 beep language? What's it called? I can't it's called. Morse code? Morse, Morse code. code. Morse code. <laughs> you know, it's like the beep, 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 beep language. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, you know, the beep, 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 beep. Oh, no, I'm, I'm in trouble. Beep, 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 beep. There was something in there. I don't remember what it was. But it said, like, the if you're trying to create the scent, the word or the letter X, like a big X. That you, right. that you pound out this certain pattern and that the car did that in this movie or something. Yeah. I didn't write it down because it seemed dumb at the time. So really I mean, I this movie could have, it, it, this movie could have just really just edged all into weird town. I mean, mm-hmm. there could have been a scene where like, more? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, there could have been like a scene where like, where they stop and like 20 clowns come, you know, coming out or something like that. That would have been, <laughs> just about anything would have, that's true. Empty. The the fact that the car is empty doesn't provide any any real fear. Like if no. if, if you like, well, I, I don't kept, know. I, no? I kept thinking we're watching this for October. I'm supposed to be afraid, but like I don't know. When something is empty, it's just not as scary as when there is a, an actual corporeal thing for me to look at yeah. and and fear. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like if a, like some gremlins popped out and <laughs> and then jump back in the car, I'd be like, holy crap! Yeah. Now we're dealing with something. I mean, you're not wrong, though. Just objects on their own don't really do it for, in, for me in any movie. There, and there are plenty of examples that are not coming to my brain right now. But I know there are sure. other examples of like... Um, inanimate, uh, the inanimate possessed object. Yeah, or even like a haunted house when it's the house doing everything. F that. Sure. Yeah. That's dumb. 
That's dumb. I don't need doors swinging open. Big deal. That is not scary to me. What's scary to me is some bloody maybe, dude falling maybe out maybe of the because, ceiling. Maybe it's because of our, you know, the lives we've lived. We we have so many things moving independently on their own through electronics and <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, so much true. stuff. Everything in, my in house. our life looks like it's possessed. Would look like it's yeah. possessed if, if somebody. So, yeah. <laughs> maybe 50 that. years ago it was a little more creepy. I sure. don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe, but I'll, all I know is um, I did follow up. So, okay. So last week we did, was it evil dead last week? Yeah, we did evil dead. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, it knows about this, but I went and binged on evil dead, the 2013 remake. Cause I just had to see mm. how that thing turned out. I'd heard at the time, good things like this is scary as crap and they actually did it. And it was, you know, co-produced by uh, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell and all that. Um, so I went and watched it and, I'm going to recommend it. I think people should see it. Uh, it's scary and gory and great um, for what it is. Uh, the reason I bring that up is I don't feel the same motivation unless we did it for the show. I don't feel so strongly about seeing this car follow up from 2019. Yeah, you know? right. Because if I, I mean, if, a little bit, it just looks like garbage and, and maybe, maybe that's good for us and we should maybe do it. I don't know. The, but The only thing you might need to follow up on this is, is the episode of Futurama where Bender becomes the wear car. And it is <laughs> yeah, isn't that, isn't that yeah, based honking. more, that's based more on what, like Christine or something like it's, it is, yeah. but the, the car is much more, it's based on, you know, the werewolf and uh, it's, it's, but the car looks very much. Yeah. That's Bender a good episode. To the car. Yeah. That's a good episode. Right. I would actually recommend it. Watch, uh, watch so it. If you need more car, that's what you need to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. watch Bender do it at night. <laughs> yeah. I'd still say Duel is another good one with uh, oh Dennis Weaver. Yeah, yeah Spielberg's uh, a TV movie Debut. from yeah. early, what, 72 or something like that. Definitely. Something eight, like eight. that. Yeah. Dunaway, what was that eight thing you put in the chat? Dozer? What was that? Oh, yeah. Bo- uh, Kill Dozer, which I oh. thought was always just a joke. There's actually a film called Kill Dozer. And uh, I, I, I kind of sort of want to go back and watch it. And I think this was just a, uh, it was an ABC movie. Yeah, it's and a it was promo. Not a, 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 you know, a bulldozer that is possessed. Oh, and, dude, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, look, 1974, a couple years after Duel. <laughs> yeah. We should see that. Yeah. We should totally see that. And by the way, they're all wearing like Wario hats. What's the deal with that? That's just weird. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's freaking weird. They're almost Overwatch logos, like like half broken Overwatch logos. That's really odd. All right. Don't I'll tell you, this, this, I don't know. Something works about the car, though, is just storytelling. And I think it's, I, I don't know what worked for me, but I was always engaged what, at least what's somewhere. better? You like this better or the Wraith better? Which one do you prefer? No, man, I can't compare. I, I love the Wraith. Now, that is just, that's a classic. That's a classic. Yeah. I, I it's just going it. to keep coming and coming and you can't stop it, man. Yeah, that's right. And I'm not saying there's even, I'm not saying there's even better acting in the Wraith because there's not. But I'm just saying that there's something about the Wraith that is unique enough that it, it, it sparks the imagination. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm kind of with you. I don't know what it is. For me, it's a combination of setting and uh, their, their their willingness to lean into the characters a bit. Like they didn't just right. these weren't just throwaway people. Everybody mm-hmm. kind of had it had some. When she got killed, I actually I felt that one. That was hard. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was surprising. That was a yeah. shocking uh, that was, a shocking death. That was yeah. a deep blue sea scene. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. That's it's it's a. I didn't realize this is like the reverse trope. This is the this is the 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 trope that comes early enough that I'm like, did they kind of invent this? Were they actually 
you know, copying something else mm-hmm. or was this, you know, like, did they come up with this sudden, sudden death on their own year? Like, right. right. It, it felt very, I don't know. It just felt unique somehow to it have did. the car killer like that. And it felt like, you know, we were invested in her and, and from his point of view, his kids liked her. There was like a, I don't know, a relatable life thing happening where single dad yes. coming off of yeah. whatever horrible marriage, trying to figure out what to do. Maybe this is the future. She seems super nice and the kids love her because they're the teacher and the maybe mom. You know, I don't know. The, all that stuff worked for me. So when you full on Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box at the end, it's just like, geez, <laughs> you know, it's hardcore. Yeah. Evil. Uh, all right. I have some. I evil. will admit to saying that the most that I I really did get a creep moment whenever uh, James Brolin was out in his garage just doing his thing and he turns around and he looks at the car. For just a second, I'm like, oh, car in a garage. Did not even hit me for like a full, you know, second before I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah, he's there. (laughs) That's the car. That's the car. (laughs) He's right there. (laughs) In your little man place. He's ready to get you. Just right. imagine, just imagine if at that moment the car had blown that ridiculous horn. Oh yeah, my god. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. It it was a real jump scare that wasn't a jump scare because they just they kind of yeah. played it straight. I should have recorded that thing. I want to compare it to Brian's blah 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 thing. It is basically the same thing, isn't it? Hey you guys, uh, time for some middle of the show conversation about how you use the internet. All right. How you feel about that? When you use the bathroom, you always close your door behind you, right? You don't want a random passerby looking in there. So why would you let people look at you while you're online? Don't you want to be private? Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like going to the john without closing the door. Well, did you know that your internet provider, Comcast, Verizon, whoever, knows every single website you visit? What's worse, they can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who will use your data to target you. Well, ExpressVPN stops this, puts a stop to it. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity cannot be seen by anybody but yourself. I use ExpressVPN all the time. Works great. Phones, laptops, routers, and uh, it's pretty great. Even people that share your Wi-Fi can be protected when they have it. They don't even have to have it. You have ExpressVPN, therefore they do because they're using your Wi-Fi. And the best part, using ExpressVPN is as easy as closing that bathroom door. You just fire up the app, click on one button, and you're protected. It is the world's number one rated VPN by CNET, Wired, The Verge, and countless others. It's really fantastic. The single button use, get in, get out sort of uh, way it works is my favorite thing. And so if you're like me and your on- online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash filmsack today. Use our exclusive link. That's ExpressVPN, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com, ExpressVPN.com, slash Filmsack, and you can get an extra three months for free. That's ExpressVPN.com, slash Filmsack. With just a good-looking pan. All right. I have a bunch of clips that were captured from this film, Um, some more evil than others. Actually, oh, all... there's there's one that if you didn't get it, I'm going to be really surprised. Well, I think I may have gotten it. Let's find out. Okay. Uh, let's start with uh, this dumb couple at the beginning getting too excited about racing each other in a tunnel. Here you go. <laughs> all right. That's just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will oh, that say great. that I will say I was I was trying to figure out how they darkened that tunnel so much. Mm. I mean, I'm assuming they 
painted the film. I've been through that tunnel. It's it's pretty dark. Shoot during the day. Yeah, it's dark in the day. I don't know. I mean, it was a little, it was a little painterly dark. I mean, there had to be at least some. Well, look, okay, so here's the deal. I've been in that tunnel. If you're going during the day, it's like, you know how new video games have got these cool new features where like if you walk out of a dark place, outside is super bright for a second and then fades pretty quick to being seeable. It's a little like that in real life. We would drive through that in like a motorhome when I was growing up, that very tunnel, and it looked pitch black, and we would be scared as kids, or, you know, tee-hee-hee scared, and we'd, <laughs> and we'd pull in there, and as soon as you did, it was like dark, and then we'd go, kind of like weird, weird, you know, now there's sort of internally lit because there's still sunlight in there, but from looking, from being on the outside to the end, it's it's pretty pitch. Right. Yeah. Because your eyes, when you go in with your eyes and you're looking at something, your pupils dilate and you pick up more light. A camera, you you, you set it to pick up however much light you want it to, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, you're shooting from the outside during the day and then you carry that camera inside. It just, like, it sees nothing. It was one of my favorite things to ever see because my dad would then tell us the story about how it was cut into the mountain and it took this long to do it. And, you know, like, the I, the concept that man would take tools and cut through the side mm. of, a, of a granite mountain is just so nuts to me white man yeah. I, <laughs> I, just white man. I i i so hope you have some of our native uh, americans oh, yeah. speaking in this movie in clips i might uh let's do this one this is uh i hated this entire thing i wrote so <laughs> now you listen to me copper you move toward that door she and I move slowly toward the back door. At, this, at the same time, Laura? You wake your sleeping beauties. I leave discreetly, and you leave in one piece. I hated everything about that discussion. <laughs> yeah, especially thinking that right now, while she's having this conversation with him, she's grabbing his junk to the point where he's making that face. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he had a look on his face like, oh, boy. Like, okay, <laughs> gentle. <laughs> but just that whole, I now know what the difference is. You can go, ah, listen here, see, or you can say, now listen here, she. Don't do the she part. It's not. It's Sean Connery in there. That's the part I hated. That's that annoyed the hell. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because listen to her. Now you listen to me, Copper. You move toward that door, she. She, see, she. She, she, she. Yeah, okay. All right. Say C like a normal freaking person. C. This is a weird. I don't know what he even meant by what I'm about to play, but oh, we can decide. Here you go. Simple enough a simple <laughs> i don't know but i love it <laughs> what was that from well whoops sorry simple would have been enough <laughs> i felt like there was a lot of inside jokes we weren't supposed to get and i was okay with that yeah you were fine with that okay yeah it's a relationship it's like watching two people in a relationship mm-hmm. do their yeah, inside the, thing. yeah, yeah i agree know. like you're getting the you're getting the the, the flavor of their relationship kind of thing. right well, that's, so. yeah the ability to act and do pillow talk is is incredible to me because mm-hmm. like I say, it's it's chemistry. It's where you find mm-hmm. chemistry between two actors. Yeah. And so a simple. Simple. Would have been enough. Would have been enough. <laughs> uh, here's a boop noise. I don't remember who made it. But that guy made a sound. Love it. it. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Here's uh, this guy. We heard him earlier in the thing, but we'll play it again. Farting music. This is f- <laughs> farting, farting music. music. There's something about his voice. Farting music. Farting music. Yeah. Farting music. I don't know what it is. Something that's familiar. It's like a Disney character or something. Like a huh? Like oh, I know who. It does. It is. I can it's see Winnie that. the yeah, Pooh. Is who I'm thinking? It's freaking Winnie the Pooh. Listen to it again. Farting music. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, it, it sounds cool. Yeah. 
<laughs> Too much honey, dude. It'll get you the farting music. <laughs> All right. Oh, bother. Here he is again. What a weirdo. Wow. Um, oh, man. This is my one of my favorite clips that uh, Ibbett's mom's ever sent me. This is uh, you describing your prom oh, date. Because yeah. we always hear clips from the prom I... date, but we never hear you describe your prom date. I heard this and I'm guessing. If I'm guessing what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear it out and see. She's going to be a 34-year-old nymphomaniac. And we're going to go to the Amazon Basin together and water ski. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, that wasn't what I was expecting. Wow, was really? Weird. I, yeah. heard, I heard that with Scott's ear yeah. when, uh, when it was happening. <laughs> yeah. That was something about uh, same guy, same scene even, where he says, ah, stick it in there and wiggle it around a little bit, and there you've got music or oh, something like that. Oh, crap. But, that would have been good, too. I, for some reason, didn't key in on it. All right, so here's the little girl who you now say is a housewife of wherever. housewife, yeah. Uh I swear this is not her real voice. It looked very ADR to me just in looking at it, but also this sounds like an older person. So enjoy. Oh, Deborah, Daddy, what she means is that, well, we know it was bad between you and Mother. And maybe you're scared of getting married to her again. I don't know, dude. I think I would go back to Little House in Prairie. It might be her. Oh, that was very Little House, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it was. Ooh, if she'd have called him Pa, we would have been in right. there. Right. Pa. Melissa Gilbert, yeah, yeah, right there. All right, here's Amos saying he doesn't know, but he's also channeling like old-timey Western actor stuff, and I love it. Here you go. I don't know. Damn it, I don't know. That is the most like. <laughs> where, where, where did those bandits go? I don't know. Damn it, I don't know. Just it's so <laughs> like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, just, it, and it just made me want to go watch every old Western, like all of them. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, he... Yeah. he I mean, I was, and rightly so, like at the time that I was watching this, I went, oh, that guy looks like he's from a million old Westerns. Sure enough, mm-hmm. he's from a million old Westerns. From a million old Westerns. Um, all right, here, uh, hey man, it was the 70s. Lauren, do you think it's healthy for a 13-year-old boy to imagine his teacher naked? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, get that kid into an art class. He's really, really good. <laughs> really good. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was very tastefully yeah. done as well, I thought, you know. Very yeah. Mad Magazine uh, <laughs> yeah. styling. Yeah. Pencil art, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Mad Mad had been around for 20 years at this point. Like, yeah. it, it shouldn't have been this controversial for these people, except, of course, you know, where they live. Yeah, like you were in Hurricane or wherever. Yeah. Did they ever say Hurricane or is it just you say, assuming? Because you oh, might be right. Totally, totally, I totally. Just Taylor or something. Was it Hurricane? Well, Hurricane. Oh, no, 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 no. It was because uh, there's Hurricane and there's Washington the City. Yeah. Uh, Santa Inez. Was that it? I don't think that's a real place. I think they may have made that up. Mm-hmm. I yeah. could be wrong though. I've not been. This movie made up a lot of things. Yeah. And there's some but real about, town names. About twenty years ago, nope. I. It is, a, it is in Santa Barbara County, California. Santa Inez. Oh. I, All right. About 20 years ago, I stayed in Hurricane, and I was so impressed by the devotion to long dresses that had long sleeves in the summer. (laughs) (laughs) It just burned into my brain. Everywhere I went, there were girls wearing long sleeve dresses in the summer. It was amazing. It's still a very tiny town. Um, Trying to protect that skin, man. The most... most, uh, prominent thing about the town he just passed away but the, um, this was where that the town giant, did no this is where that <laughs> giant ranch that uh uh what's his name owned um 
I can smell them. Can't think of his name all of a sudden. Uh, oh, uh, Wilford uh, Brimley? Not. Wilford Brimley? Yeah, he had I a gigantic, sprawling ranch. Go diabetes as the, as the, right. uh, as the taboo <laughs> word. As the, as the word, yeah. Well, look, we're in, we're in film yeah, sack the town. The password is yeah. Wilford Brimley. We're in, we're in film sack town. I couldn't think of anything but film sack reference. All right. <laughs> Thomas County is the name of the county, right? This was on their uniforms. I'm I not think. sure that was right either. Some of that stuff they may have played around with. I'm like, telling you. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, I don't think that's the name of the county that those either any of that stuff's in. Saint oh, okay, but not in the movie. The movie, I'm oh, in the movie, yeah, 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 yeah. No, all I was trying to say is, I don't think I, I'm just not sure they ever said, "Hey, this is Hurricane Welcome." You yeah, they, I, they definitely didn't say what the town was. Like I said, I was just going by what was on their uh, on their sleeves. Yeah, they had, and that the, Santa whatever yeah. thing may have been. There was a part of the movie that was filmed in California that may have been when they did it. I don't know. Who knows? Movies they fake well, stuff. I I stayed at the Best Western Zion West Hotel. Nice. And, uh, that was the nicest thing in town. Yeah, that's as good as it got. If you're in Hurricane. Until you got there. Until, hey. you, go to, until you go to Brimley's house, then it's... Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> and he's got pancakes cooking and... Uh, yeah, all of it bad for your diabetes. All right. <laughs> he, well, here's one reference that made me think they were well aware they were in the state of Utah because uh, Runny Cox said this at one point. I mean, Ronnie, sorry. That's a hard oh. thing to not say. Here it is. Kev, I told you he's in Ogden. Yeah, Ogden. Except Ogden's like north, is an hour and a half north of Salt Lake, so they are way out of, outside of Ogden at that point. I, I love how movies don't care about how far things are. <laughs> no, they don't. Especially in Utah. Yeah. Utah, everything is a far way away. <laughs> it's like me in Canadian cities or Game of Thrones with any sort of travel. It's like, ah, uh, Tyrion's here? Well, guess what? Tomorrow he's 8 billion miles away, but... We'll just go ahead and film it like he took the bus. It's crazy. All right. What did this kid say? You guys help me translate. All right. A kid said the thing. I don't know what she said. So here we go. We're going to get to be cowgirls in the parade. What? We're going to get to be cowgirls in the parade. Cowgirls. <laughs> I got the we right. gonna, we're going to get to be, but the rest of it was weird. So yeah. all right. Let's, now we'll hear it with fresh ears. We're going to get to be cowgirls in the parade. Okay. Prayed. Maybe a, maybe a second. One word, one syllable. Prayed. Prayed. In the seventies, we were still doing. Uh, as kids, we were still doing cowboys and Indians and that kind of stuff. As a matter of fact, on the walls of the daughters, uh, on their walls, as, as caricatures of them as Indian or Native Americans. Oh. And I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to. I was looking at their decor and stuff in the, in these rooms. I'm always fascinated by the, especially Set kids. Yeah, yeah, I'm always fascinated by kids because usually they're their rooms are represented with popular culture of the time. And so I'm always interested in what they put in kids' rooms. Usually yeah. the parents' rooms are always boring and some antiquities from, you know, hand-downed heirlooms. But And I, I like to extend that to every character I can. Like, I would have loved to see the inside of the explosive guy's house and the <laughs> our, our token Native Americans. I would have loved to see how they were living, according to this movie. Yeah. Right. Like Amos, I all I actually it's funny you brought that up because I pictured the inside of Amos's house and it's scuffed walls, really <laughs> shitty, worn out carpet. Man, that guy's a dick. He got got yeah, his wife's blood like, on the wall, like spilled whiskey. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, spilled whiskey for sure. Maybe a little cat pee. <laughs> they don't even have a cat. Is the weirdest part. Yeah. Oh, this is. I'm sorry, I got a double limit this week. This is your. Uh, this is on your on your old prom date. Okay, so right. this is your old. Okay, prom good. Date. Good. I went to high school with her. 
She was the first. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> first, first what, sir? First what? Yeah, please. Yeah, continue. this movie loves to loves to not tell you. Like it, it doesn't tell you exactly where she's grabbing him by. Like it, it doesn't. I think in all cases you can figure it out. Right. <laughs> it's PG though. This movie's PG, which uh, back then was. Closer to what we'd give a 13 these days. Well, yeah, sure, because we couldn't see him wiggling his butt while he was brushing his teeth. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Yeah. Absolutely PG-12 for me. I, I would not let my kid watch this. Oh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's it would fit nicely in there. Uh, so, all right. do, do, do a lot of police, uh, uh, did they have like these topiary maps on the wall where they could put hands and stuff? <laughs> oh, yeah. it's cool though, right? Like, it's pretty cool. I'll just... Yeah, printed map of uh, their area that they can point to with a wooden stick. Yeah, yeah. is that is that common in I, the seventies? I don't know. I don't even think it's common uh-huh. ever. I because mean, if I ever saw it, I would have, definitely have to take like a little, you know, little motorcycle, like a Hot Wheels motorcycle, and go. <laughs> <laughs> Do Hot Wheels make motorcycles? Is that a thing? Yes. Oh, they yes. have to. Sure. Yes. I did not know that. No Matchbox did. I know they're hot. I mean, either way, if you're looking for wheels that are hot, nothing wrong with a motorcycle, but you know. Right. Of it. Uh, hey, did you, did you notice the motorcycle cop in this film? Not no. your typical motorcycle cop. What, what, what was his deal? Oh, you mean? Oh, he was a great big larger person. Oh, that guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a great big larger person. <laughs> when I saw him, I was like, I was kind of going through the room and I was looking at different characters. I'm like, I wonder how these different cops are going to be portrayed. And I was like, I saw, you know, I saw a lot of little cowboy hats and that kind of stuff. I said, okay, Southwest, cool, cool. And then I saw a motorcycle helmet in this large feller's hand and I was like, nah, he's not riding a motorcycle. Sure enough, yep. he was the motorcycle he can cop. Do it. It's he like also, the 19... 19- Oh, the ahead. 1977 version of diversity in your casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It was as good as they could muster back then. But he had he had a, um, a wiener outline in his pants that I could see. Oh, ah. yeah. What choice did it have? <laughs> I mean, where are we gonna go? Crying out the most. <laughs> <laughs> what? Choice? I can just imagine this. It's just like pressed against the pants, going, "Oh, oh, oh, oh let me out of here! All my sperm can't breathe." <laughs> um, all right. Here's the most angry acting we've had on film sack maybe ever. Okay, no. you're, you're gonna have to agree with me because it's both length and intensity. So 12, 12 seconds. I'm almost at. Oh, I don't know what this is gonna be. Twelve seconds, and it's a lot of angry acting. Enjoy. God, don't push me. Twenty-two gun Don't idiot. push me. You guys all I can take murder little jackass out for kicks. All I want you from you is shut up, that. and I'll shut up. I'll put two all I want from you is to know the same car that killed the hitchhiker. Jeez Louise. Wait, wait, is that from this movie or was that the presidential debate a couple weeks ago? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> you're not I just want to say something that I'm you're doing. Not, you're not wrong. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that was James Brolin and Amos having it out and it just kept going. I'm like, oh my gosh, are we, this is, this is maybe the most intense fighting we've ever had on the show. So if it isn't, someone will let me know, but I think that was our most angry acting we've ever had. All right. Yeah. It's a lot of bang. It's a lot of something. I wrote here, tell me slowly so I can understand. Tell me slowly so I can understand what happened. Okay. All right. Uh, then there was a weird death sound. This was a uh, cop number, I don't know, three or four that died. And he made this sound. It's a little hard to hear over the sound uh, work and music, but see if you can pick it up. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that, that death sounded like they were having way too much fun getting run over. Yep. Yeah. Uh, here's how I always use the phone whenever I get a phone. Hello, hello, somebody, hello. All right, that's a good one. 
And hello, hello, somebody, hello. Here's a, a cut line from Star Wars. Where the hell is Luke? All right, there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good. I still don't know why they said Tad Poo, and here it is. Tad Someone explained to me wow. why they said Tad Poo. Oh, yeah, that needs to stay on the, on the board for sure. I agree. The, the ladies, the older teacher said it, the one who was complaining about the naked drawings, and they were all inside that little hollowed ground. And she yells it in the closed caption because I had to turn it on. Says tadpole, but I was I was trying to figure it out too. Tadpole. I've kept closed captioning on, and she's clearly calling him cat poo. Cat. I thought so too, cat but <laughs> none on. of it makes sense. Let me play that, that was, again. That was my guess. She did say cat. cat. She said cat. Cat poo. Cat poo. That's what I thought too. And then I was like, close caption, tadpole. And I'm like, all right. Why would she say that though? Now I now I'm more confused than ever. Well, she was very she was the she was the conservative in this whole movie. You know, I respect I respect people who caption anything. Like that's a tough, tough job. You gotta be really good at understanding all mm-hmm. these different dialects. This person failed. This <laughs> the person who captioned this. That I'm going to also argue the writers failed by having her yell cat poo for no reason. Right. Weird thing to say. All right. Where are all these people? Where's Metcalf? Where's Denson? Where's Magruder? Where's Barry? Denson, Magruder, Barry, Metcalf. (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) Dead, 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 dismembered, dead. (laughs) (laughs) The guy that got pushed off the, well, he, he makes this sound. Ah. That's the guy who freaks out because he puts Oh, that's slow death? Yeah, well, he puts his head out the window and sees that it's a cliff. Yeah. Or no, he opens the right. whole door. He's not oh, going to get out. Oh, right. Yes. And then for some reason, when he sees it, he... Ah. That's the sound he makes. And then slowly gets pushed yeah, off who, there. Who knew that those uh, those flashing lights that are on the top of police cars oh were full that was the fastest <laughs> car explosion. It didn't even, it didn't even hit the first thing. He barely tipped over and it exploded. Yeah. Yeah. He was going to yeah. die anyway. Yeah. He was yeah. Death trap. Yes, exactly. He was. Oh, my propane. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have left this pack of propane gas right above my head. Other than thing. <laughs> All right. Here's uh, another one. I'm not sure what they say. Okay. Here you go. See Utah die. See Utah die? Yeah. See Utah die. Why though? So that's what I'm saying. Know. It's just and it was just a guy. One of the cops yelled. I can't hear anything else. No. Yeah, because that's yeah. all he said. Utah die. See, see Utah die. Right. That's it. That's the entirety yeah. of it. So I, I, you got me, dude. That does not make any sense at all. Yeah, this yeah. movie has a few of those. All right, let's. Uh, I wrote here. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote here. Let's find out. Hey, what's up? I don't know. Let's go find out. Okay. Oh, we heard that earlier. Why are we, why are we on a Mr. Microphone? <laughs> yeah. Hey, good looking. I'll pick you up after By the way, later. just kind of on a side note, yeah. uh, Tina and I went around yesterday as part of our mystery date. We went to this art gallery on South Broadway, next door to which is a place that sells nothing but 80s stuff. Oh, This nice. place is amazing. And like they have, uh, so the big thing that they sell are lots of card packs from all these, you know, any, any, movie property you can think of they have a box of trading cards that you can buy a box like a box of packs of them and uh you can smell the 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 bad bubble gum through your mask they don't keep the do they keep the bubble gum yeah it's they're sealed packs like you can get a pack of love boat cards or three's company cards or are we still um, kids come on i know it's not the same but still 
What's that? Garbage pail kids, garbage. Oh yes, they have tons of those. But anyway, they had a Mr. Microphone on the shelf that was still mint in box for eighty bucks, and I really considered getting it. That is a steal. I mean, because <laughs> they sold for almost that, right? What did they sell for? Back they the probably sold for thirty nine ninety nine. I'm guessing not much more than that. But wow. But as we were as we were going through the place, it was like action figures and. Uh, uh trading card packs and things like that and memorabilia and it's like yep film sack movie film sack movie film sack movie film sack movie <laughs> that's great so good yeah that's awesome bunch right. of riker action figures from before like pre-mustache riker action figures oh yeah those are the best kind well the worst kind but the best kind because of the worst kind the worst and the best kind yep, yep. <laughs> uh, i wrote here this it was weird hearing this let's see what that is I know what it was because that feels like it's the first time I've heard that, or, or, or yeah. it feels like an early proto the earliest, version of that. Yeah, because now that's like common, like even like a South Park episode will be like, I w- Cartman killed I the president. Forgot- <laughs> you know, it's been, I'm glad you bring up the music because I forgot about. Uh, I didn't put it in my notes, but uh, the opening music sounded like the opening music of The Shining. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. very much. It was it was yeah. the mixed deal. Yeah. Yeah, it so was a little, bit of, on a little it. bit of Jaws in it too. When the car was coming through the tunnel, it was like sure. Dum, 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 dum. It was actually all right, not too synthy. I expected a lot of synth. There wasn't much synth at all. Well, that's good. Mm. No synth in it. I don't. <laughs> I'm a fan of low synth. Is what I'm getting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, uh, oh, uh, that's all of those. We have all of those now. What do, what do we do now? Oh, we do this. It's the film sack checklist. Never bring a motorcycle to a car fight. Check. Mm. Uh, wear, wear, wearing your helmet twice the next day does not make up for not wearing it today. Check. <laughs> that was a little weird. Uh, no. Runny Cox. Check. All right. Moving on to our truck connection, which is uh, we're not doing active ones where we're finding out a little bits. But Ronnie Cox is on. A, he had a big role in Star Trek. Uh, both of those Borg, those original Borg two-parters. He was the stand-in captain, uh, Jellios, Kellios, Smellios, something like that. Uh, anyway, he was uh, he was big on the the next generation. So well done, Ronnie Runny Cox. And there there are a couple more that are in your inbox. Oh, I missed those. Uh, uh, John Rubenstein or Rubenstein yeah. played John Morris. Was in uh, in this. He was John Morris in uh, Star Trek Enterprise as Minister Kuvak. As well as Star Trek Voyager, he was a character named John Evansville in the in the episode The Thirty Sevens. These these come to us courtesy of Randy, by the way. So I don't know nice. if Randy wants to do the like the, the other the other, two, that. the other two that stuck out for me were original series guys. Uh, Roy Jensen played Ray Mott in this movie, and he played a character named Cloud William in the original series episode The Omega Glory. And then also another one of these old men in this movie, Robert Phillips played Metcalf in the mm. car mm. and he was a uh, space officer Orion in the original series episode, the cage. Oh, wow. wow space a, officer. That goes way back. That's quite the title. Very nice. Uh, uh, this, I, I actually started out thinking, I wonder if this movie has any track connections. Of course, saw Ronnie Cox and I immediately thought of the next generation, right. but then it's like, eh, I don't know. And, and I was, and then I remembered, Oh yeah, we've gone back far enough that we're all over the original series here. Him and uh, him and Riker catfighting that whole time. Those whole two episodes just did not agree on anything. Meanwhile, Picard's over there all borged up, Lacutus, you know, all that. And then you got yeah. these two. He's got Riker just being all pissy and and 
Captain oh, man. Stand-in. Patrick was... Stewart used to be such a low cutie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's a low cutie. All right. Whoops. I deleted the thing. I didn't mean to. Moving on to right. our uh, Twitter post. Oh, I'd give it a soundtrack grade of TVAS for TV as shit. Yeah. It sounded like a, yeah. Yeah. an episode of, I don't know, anything. Fall Guy, whatever. It was all like maybe, that. Maybe this actually uh, disproves the rule. Maybe this is the kind of thing that caused TV in the 80s to sound like this. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, oh. maybe, maybe oh, so you're, those- you're saying maybe move, TV was mimicking film uh, score types. Not 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 just being a cheesy thing on its own, like we have all just assumed it was just bad. Yeah. You know, TV was bad at music. That's interesting. Hadn't really ever thought of it that way. Man, and no now way. I never think of it again. Ever again. <laughs> uh, Twitter posts is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less. The tradition states we must start with Randy. I uh, wish I'd written a couple because we've stomped all over this, but I wrote it yesterday and I'm going to say it. Fine. The car, 1977. How did you spell it, by the way? Yeah, how did you spell it? Different spelling? Now, did you write that in musical notation or just W A A B W A A A? Okay. That's good. We're all in the same we're all on the same boat. Yes, all on the same page. Brian Dunaway. The car. Like in this movie is like trying not to wiggle your ass while brushing your teeth. It's impossible. Oh, deep cut. Send an ambulance. Tell them there's no rush. (laughs) (laughs) Both both of those are okay. No, the first line was terrible. No one, no one (laughs) has ever before this movie said you can't brush your teeth without wiggling your ass. That's so weird. No, no, and that's also not true. Well, in the age of cordless, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, we live certainly. in different times now. Yeah. But, even but when uh, no, I agree with one. the with the old style because every once in a while I'll go on a trip and I have to take just a regular toothbrush. How big are your teeth? <laughs> yeah, big. I have to wiggle my butt as I'm brushing my teeth. Well, you have a butt. I have no butt. I think that's why. Oh well, that's that's why. I got that's Hank Hill eyes. Right. I got a little Hank yeah. Hill butt. That's like not even a butt. It's just enough to make a credit card slot. And that's it's a it. small butt, Bobby. Bobby. Ooh. Looks like a looks like a couple of deflated balloons. <laughs> uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. The car. I give it two Real Housewives up. Up no. yours with a splintered fiddle. Oh, oh <laughs> nice. <laughs> well done. All right. Well, uh, that was great. But now this. These uh, alternate titles. Uh, looks like it was almost called that time we had to ask the racist wife abuser to save the day. But that was too long. That was really long. <laughs> Or Thanos' dad versus RoboCop's boss. That's the mm, title wow. we should have gone. That's okay, so, titles. Yeah. Can we talk about our token native uh, bringing him out of his cell mm. down a hallway by the throat? Like, yeah. you, you bring, like they have to walk like 100 feet yep. while engaged in hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, I right. love that so much. That was pretty good. Um, that was uh, Henry O'Brien, I want to say, the actor. Yeah. Right, uh, Henry O'Brien, uh, a a Ho Chunk uh, native, mm-hmm. and uh, man, he was so native in this movie. Like, I I was surprised they didn't put a feather in his hair. I, like, yeah. and, and he flipped he flipped the uh, he flipped the the impressions by doing the impressions himself, but using them you know as as dripping with irony. So yeah, my uh, 
my grandfather, uh, Edward O'Brien, was always very, very impressed anytime he met a Native American whose last name was O'Brien. Um, it, like, it was like his favorite thing ever to well, me. Well, who was Eddie Little's guy? I don't who, know. Who? Eddie Little. Who's that? Eddie Little's guy. He's listed, guy. In, the, he's listed, he's listed in the... In the um, oh, right. Oh, I'm oh, assuming that's a Native American name. Gotcha. So, I don't know who he played, but he that did play... He was a Pinehurst Indian... Uh, his uh his proper name was Oglala Lakota and he's in this movie but I don't I don't remember seeing right. him. Oh my gosh, this is awesome trivia. Okay, check this out. William Henry O'Brien is his full name. Ah, from the O'Brien clan up the road. William anyway, Henry O'Brien. Uh, he says also known as uh Canoe Hank, I guess he had went by that name. Was a member oh. of the Ho-Chunk Gra, formerly Winnebago Native American tribe. Now I just want to admit for the first time I didn't never I never knew Winnebago was based on a right, right, right. I thought that was just an RV. Anyway, gosh, white <laughs> people suck. All right. Uh, he and Rifleman star Chuck Connors <laughs> played pro and semi-pro baseball with some California teams in the 50s and 60s. So this dude was a pro baseball player, semi-pro baseball player. Oh wow. Some of the film credits include One Eyed Jacks, the professionals, Man Called Horse, and the Car. He, uh, television clues, Wild Wild West, Petticoat Junction, Rifleman, and Branded. Uh, he's originally from Black Falls, or sorry, Black River Falls, Wisconsin. He returned there when he retired. He died there in 2007 at the age of doesn't say. He was born in 32. So. At the ripe old age of doesn't say. Yeah. What, 75? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, he was also an I Spy as an Aztec. Oh, boy. That sounds <laughs> oh boy. Oh <laughs> boy, that seems insensitive. Yep, yep. Oh, uh, by far his by far his most problematic uh, character name is in the movie Tom Sawyer. He was Engine Joe. Oh, Engine oh. Joe. Oh, that is problematic. Although oh, in the context yeah. of the book, it's not that problematic. But yes. Anyway, hey, moving on to an email from uh, Columbus. Engine Joe is ticklish. <laughs> Speaking of a non-controversial uh, named city, Columbus, oh, Ohio. Funny cartoon. Yeah, there you go. Columbus, Ohio. It's Matt H. She wrote in. And he says this, uh, by the way, filmsack at gmail.com. He says, hey, we have, uh, oh, wait, you know what? I have to play a call first. I forgot I had this. Oh, crap. All right. First, we're going to play a call from Christopher. All right. This came in as a voice memo. It's important. <laughs> Give it a listen. Hey, filmsackers. Every time Scott plays the what grossed him out the most sound effect, the little squeaky fart with the word gross at the end of it. I swear it gets longer and longer, and it makes me think of Veronica saying, mmm, sausages. Yeah. And I really think that the fart noise without the gross, followed by Veronica's mmm, sausages, would be absolutely hilarious. Anyway, love the show. Keep it up. Okay, I haven't done that work yet, but I think he's right. It would be a great combo. It would. Uh, I can't that. argue with that. Yeah. yeah. For those who don't know what that is, let me play it for you real quick. Mm, sausage. Yeah, and it, wow, it, absolutely <laughs> getting longer every time I hear. Yeah, it, elongated it, it, it's that boy, that's every just... time he hears it, it gets longer. I love that. <laughs> what if I was secretly doing that though? What if I was? Making I, it I know. I actually think you might be, but then you wouldn't have just admitted to it. Yeah, because it's true. way funnier if you don't. <laughs> Yeah, I've blown my cover. Anyway, thank you, Christopher, for that. By the way, you can always send us your voicemails, uh, those kind of like voice memo things with your phone. We totally play those. Uh, but we got this written one from Matt H. from Columbus, Ohio, who says, Hey, Sackers, I wanted to say a giant thank you for the comic relief that got me through some recent pain after anthroscopic soldier, shoulder surgery. It's a mouthful. I actually started listening to the show back in 2009 after getting LASIK eye surgery. I decided to try out this podcast thing. 
uh, because I couldn't watch TV for days after that procedure. Fast forward a decade and I'm still lying in bed now following surgery to repair my shoulder dislocation. That only distraction uh, that I had from the searing pain before my medication would take effect was your show about the evil dead. He went on to say, I agree that Bruce Campbell, or sorry, I agree that, that the Bruce Campbell we have is a national treasure. And my only complaint is that he is not more things. These Sacktober episodes are always gems. Anyway, thanks again for your years of mining the depths of film entertainment. Matt H. from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, well, Matt, we hope you have a swift recovery and that it doesn't hurt very much as every day goes on. And good mm. luck to you. Yeah. Uh, I had a dislocated shoulder when I was 14, and it still gives me problems today. Oh, wow. Yeah. You wonder how I did it? It wasn't heroic at all. This is so dumb. I was 14 years old. I was at like a big, I don't know, outdoor snow sled thing. And there's just a billion of people. It felt like a billion people all sliding down this hill with inner tubes and slides and all that stuff. And I got on an inner tube and I went down the steepest part. And normally you just have your feet first and your head in the back. So you just kind of watch them where you're going. You maybe put your gloves down to sort of steer which direction mm-hmm. you're going to go. Mm-hmm. I oversteered. And my tube went all the way around. So now I'm heading down backwards. And I was going really fast. And some dingus was walking across the middle of this thing where everyone's sliding down. It's obviously a place you should never walk across, like walking across a busy street. She walked. She, I think it was a she, walked across this thing. And I hit them so hard. It was so hard. fast. I think it was a she. I don't know. <laughs> I hit them so hard that it, and, and with my shoulder first, my left shoulder first, that it threw me off the tube, knocked this girl out. She was like knocked out for a minute. Oh, jeez! my shoulder was like hanging low. Like it was out of its socket. They had to like pop it in. It was bad. Really bad. I broke my collarbone on Christmas Eve one year. Whoa. How'd you do that? I was 12 as well or thereabouts. Yeah. What'd you do? do? My cousin was chasing me with a bottle rocket and I ran around the corner and I tripped over a tree stump and I landed on my neck and collarbone and it oh went snap. I didn't want to tell my oh. mom because it was Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined Christmas. <laughs> so at Christmas, I laid in the lazy boy chair as presents were brought down. Yeah. Did was there any loss of consciousness? No, not really, but I heard it snap and then I immediately knew and I did not move and I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. It was, was so shoulder injuries with loss of consciousness and scott just oh that to mind i right. like for me personally i went with samantha to the doctor because she needed to get a a shot in her shoulder she mm. was having like a, a really bad like shoulder issue mm-hmm. like a frozen shoulder Ooh, nice those hurt and yeah. yeah we went to the we went to the doctor and i sat and held her hand while they put a needle it deep into her shoulder and gave her a shot. And then I lost consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, Randy. Oh man. Never could deal with anything. I'll look, I'll so feel much. free or I'll think of you while I get my, uh, my flu shot today. Flu shot. <laughs> so if they bring out the big, uh, <laughs> they bring out the McDonald's straw gauge, uh, thing, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll think I'm of out. you and try not to pass out my own self. Damn it. You're making me hungry for a McFlurry. Oh, it sounds good. Oh, oh, oh yes. Uh, uh, all right. So these emails came to us at filmsack at gmail.com. You're encouraged to do it as often as you like. Our next film in this month of Sacktober will be finally gremlins Two. gremlins. Finally. I'm say, so excited. I say this. finally, because Ibit has been all over this movie for a long time. I have been like, I've been keeping an eye out for when it appears on the, on the list because it's in my opinion, superior to the original and makes fun and like is one of the one of the few sequels 
that parodies the original movie. Yep. I, I have similar similar recollections of it that it was better. Uh, we haven't seen we saw Gremlins one in December of twenty seventeen. So we're you know a good few years on now, and it's time for us to pull those guys out and have our have our way with them. So <laughs> looking forward to that are away with them where is that streaming does anyone know where that's streaming i think it's hbo max okay no, I, think it's, I think it's on my blu-ray two-pack oh look at you of course it is <laughs> of course of course you have a blu-ray two-pack Morons. i'm just gonna verify this real fast <laughs> 1990s the new batch looks like it is streaming on hbo max that is correct there we so, go cool uh, it's also rentable everywhere. So if for some reason you are opposed to HBO Max or don't want to do that, you can rent it for two bucks. Yes, go to possibly Walmart. be opposed. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Dig go through the bin. Uh, so that's coming up next week right here on FilmSack. That's going to do it for us. FilmSack.com is our website. FilmSack at gmail.com is that email once again. And you can follow us on Twitter at FilmSack and leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. You got Spotify? You can do it there. You're using the new Amazon podcast directory? They'll let you leave reviews as well. Of course, iTunes, Apple uh, Podcasts, all that stuff. So when you do that, it helps us, and we'd love it if you did. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. (laughs) See you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Cat poo. Cat poo. Oh, yeah, cat, cat poo.